0: Thank you, uh, ladies and gentlemen, for uh, your voice notes and uh, your calls. So we shift gear now. Are learnerships the key to uh, resolving the issue of youth unemployment? Learnerships have sometimes been criticized for not leading to meaningful employment for young people who make up the highest number of jobless people in South Africa. However, uh, one, one company uh, believes that uh, learnerships do play a key role in creating work for the youth. Uh, That business is TransUnion and uh, we're joined uh, by Avesh Singh, the head of TransUnion South Africa Global Capability Center. Avesh, good morning. Thank you so much uh, for making the time. Tell me how you got to this conclusion. KG,
1: thanks for having me on the show. Um, So basically the, the youth in South Africa face a massive issue, it's the chicken and egg situation. They don't have experience to enter the sectors that they'd like to be in and they don't have education to, to, to allow them to enter into the work environment. Now what the learnerships afford you is the opportunity of both very quickly. And that's over a 12-month period. So within 12 months, someone with little or no experience and no education can very quickly get 12 months worth of work experience and at the same time, a recognized NQF qualification that makes them a lot more marketable.
0: Okay, and then uh, uh, making them marketable then, uh, going into a uh, space in the world that has no jobs in our country.
1: So I think, the, the adult, if we look at recently, the jobs in, uh, sector has been impacted greatly, right? Our unemployment is somewhere around 35%, 349 to be exact. Impacted greatly by the pandemic, we know this. Impacted by some of our own own goals, as I call them, uh, some of the unrest in the middle of the year, as well as uh, load shedding. Now, for us at TransUnion, we've taken a different approach. We've said, how do we solve this as an organization globally? So what we've done is we've taken work from our 30-plus countries all over the world, and we've put that into South Africa. And we've created employment... For South Africans working internationally from their homes, because that's the other thing, KG,
0: Mm. our staff
1: are virtual. There's no offices that they work at.
0: Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, for me, it's uh, quite fascinating that, uh, you know, this uh, uh, unemployment, the official stats saying that uh, the unemployment rate, which includes people who have stopped looking for work, uh, rose, uh, you know, to 46.6%. For me, the most interesting part in this discussion are those that have even stopped, right? Uh, because they've lost all hope and all potential. How then do you reshape their thinking into even taking up the learnerships to make sure that they open in? inadvertently opportunities for themselves but pause that answer I have to quickly go to a commercial break uh, and then we'll come back and have you tell me how we even managed to convince the ones uh, that have given up looking for work to join learnerships for future work we are talking to Aves Singh head of TransUnion South Africa Global Capability Center to talk how we can uh, get unemployed youth back into the fold.
2: You are
3: listening to KG Mwekeetze on SFM.
0: Welcome back. It's 1021. Avesh Singh is the head of uh, TransUnion South Africa Global Capability Centre. We're talking to Avesh uh, because uh, we're talking the fact that they're saying learnerships, you know, are the key to, you know, creating work for the youth. Do we have an idea, though, uh, Avesh, of uh, the kind of learnership specifically that you are thinking of? Because there's varied types of learnerships out there.
1: Absolutely, KG. The the learnerships in question are around uh, customer service and contact center. Um, we have some IT uh, learnerships, technical ones as well. There's a broad range of them. We've got a couple of people in human resources learnerships as well within, within France Union. So it depends on the field that people want to enter. Now, to answer your question just before the break, how do we convince the youth to embark on this? I think it's around expectation setting, KG. So... It is very easy to want to step into a work sector and want to get a fancy job with the fancy title and the fancy salary that goes along with it. The reality is a stepping stone is needed. And to make the youth understand that learnerships are a key part of that stepping stone because you end up with the work experience for 12 months plus a qualification that then allows you to move into these jobs that people have envisioned in their minds.
0: Yeah. So then, uh, you know, do you have a a specific age category in mind? And, you know, how then do we get corporates to buy into this thinking so that uh, as opposed to uh, making demands for higher education uh, 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 qualifications, uh, they are more accepting of learnerships? How do we get corporates to be in, in, in tandem with your thinking?
1: So the, the first part of your question, the age group is about 18 to 34 years that mm. we have in mind. Mm. So so it is it is young. It is the youth that we're looking at in the country. In terms of uh, corporates deploying strategies like this, there are benefits to corporates to do this. So working and partnering with the Department of Trade and Industry, which we have done, uh, has, has definitely worked for us. They, they've helped us set up the Global Capability Center in South Africa, which was formed on the 1st of March this year. But more than that, they they help us with grants, subsidies, incentives, and rebates that allow you to invest in these sorts of learners and get them trained for the future. Now, that is an example of taxpayers' money being put to good use.
0: Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, there's no doubt that there's, you know, a, a critical role that, uh, you know, corporates and business specifically, specifically can uh, help in terms of closing the gap of uh, unemployment in our country. But these learnerships also come from government. What role do you expect them to play in terms of the creation of employment to absorb these youths that will have done these learnerships?
1: So we work very closely with the Department of Trade and Industry, uh, KG, and there's a number of different um, collaboration initiatives together with BAPESA, for example, which is the industry body for business process outsourcing. So the partnership and collaboration between government, the industry body, and then industry is critical, firstly. So it can't be put onto one shoulder. You can't leave it to the industry alone to resolve or to government alone to resolve or the industry body. That coming together, collaboration is critical. Now, there are a number of different outbound missions, inbound missions for investors, and all these parties come together and they showcase South Africa as a place for internationals to invest in. That then leads to job creation. That then leads to the opportunity for us to deploy learners into these environments and making us more cost-effective, right, Mm. Um, when we start to compete with some of the other global international players like India and the Philippines.
0: Yeah, other spe- s- sectors that uh, particularly could benefit a lot more than others uh, in you know absorbing uh, 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 young people with uh, learnerships. Are there specific sectors uh, that have a bigger potential than others?
1: Absolutely. So the business process outsourcing sector is critical. It's key. I think I think there's massive uh, um, uh, runway in that. Uh, government has very ambitious. Uh, objective: Several hundred thousands of jobs over the next couple of years to be created in that sector. So, so I, you know, that's the one I would recommend people. It's a good place also for people looking to start out their employment career. It's a good place to cut your teeth.
0: Yeah. So
1: it, typically that would be a contact center, KG. So mm. you know, it's a it's a contact center. What we would call in our industry terms, front office. Or back
0: office work, yeah. Okay, okay. But what about yourselves at uh, 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 TransUnion? Uh, you know, you 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 talked about how uh, the majority of your staff have been working at home uh, since uh, COVID started. Uh, but you know, what kind of learnings do you t- do you take uh, from the experience you just had with COVID? And which kind of learnerships would be of benefit to you as a corporate uh, to uh, absorb uh, young unemployed people into your sector?
1: That first part of your question is such a great one. So uh, the first thing is that our global capability center in TransUnion is completely virtual. So we do not have offices. We will never have our people working in an office. They work from home, wherever they live in South Africa. That's the first thing. What we have done is we have enabled that environment. So what we've managed to save on what we would call bricks and mortar or the building costs We've reinvested that into putting connectivity into our guys' homes so that they have a fiber line coming in and a redundant SIM um, card access behind that, So, and we pay for that. Mm. The second thing we've done is we've given them a battery pack that keeps their Wi-Fi and their laptop up and running for up to six hours, which then tackles the load-shedding challenge. Now, if companies are thinking like this and going, you know, if we are not having people in our offices and we don't need the buildings or we are saving on um, coffee and tea kg even toilet paper right whatever Mm -hmm. it is you're saving on how do you reinvest that into making this virtual environment a success and that is what transunion has done the second part of your question is the learnerships we look at are the customer service type learnerships bulk of them are in that space but the interesting part is some of these global roles that we're putting into our GCC are not just call center. They are marketing roles. they business analytics roles around data analytics. They are human resources. We've got procurement roles. So again, the right learnership needs to be accessed. Mm. By the way, we've deployed 37 learners in our environment. Nearly 60% of that are all working for international teams in the U.S., Canada, etc.
0: Yeah. Are there benefits, though, for the corporates uh, that, uh, you know, uh, take in the learners, uh, uh, the young people with learnerships? Are there specific uh, benefits that get give, given to them in terms of uh, even their uh, the, the, the BEE scorecard?
1: Absolutely. After 12 months, when these learners are done with their learnership and they have the experience plus the qualification, if the company holds on to them, which is what TransUnion are planning to do, we are not going to release our learners out into the markets. We want to hold on to them. We've invested in them. You then get extra points onto your DE scorecard, and those are absorption points. So that's one of the benefits. The other is you do get some um, uh, tax rebates for using learners in your environment, and that, that helps you on the, on the finance side. And you can reinvest that back into your people in the business, exactly as TransUnion union is doing uh, at this point in time. But the long-term benefit, KG, is key. Because what we're doing is we're creating hope for our youth. We're creating a platform for them to come in and learn with no experience and no education and gain confidence. And you get more and more companies doing this across South Africa you wake up five years down the line and you've got an economy that is now really kick-starting and, 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 and looking at thriving.
0: Okay. Uh, Avesh, there's uh, somebody who wants to ask you a question. Uh, we're going to uh, keep you on hold for a few seconds as we go to news headlines and then Chris, when we come back, wants to talk to you about uh, learnerships. It's uh, 10.30 on SAFM. It's time for the news headlines and Musa is standing by.
2: S.A.F.M. Setting the nationwide agenda daily. Daily.
0: Welcome back. It's uh, 10.32. Just in case you just joined us, we've been having a conversation excuse me, about uh, learnerships and uh, them uh, having uh, been criticized uh, sometimes but actually could be the key to youth unemployment. And the belief is uh, from uh, the head of TransUnion South Africa Global Capability Center, Avesh Singh. Uh, Avesh, as I said, Chris and Peter Maritzburg wants to ask you a question. Hi, Chris. Morning, morning,
2: morning. morning. Mm. I think one of the biggest problems that you're currently facing is that the human capacity as part of your HR offices are themselves becoming a stumbling block. And the reason why I'm saying that is that people are looking for certificates and skills. They're not hiring potential and human capabilities. That in itself excludes those who are newly qualified, especially the young graduates, as well as those who are already in the job but seeking to invest into new work environments. So I'm not sure to what extent TransUnion has has as, as dealt with that problem that whenever they, 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 they advertise opportunities, uh, they're looking for capabilities rather than a certificate written communication science. It does not mean anything in the most. And then the last comment is to your question. I, I think there's quite a lot of incentive for companies to employ young people. However, the one thing that government has failed to do is to ensure that it monitors uh, that those those incentives and, and corporates. And I think people can easily just go and play B E points or tax rebates. But in terms of are they making a meaningful impact, that might not be known.
0: Okay. Mm. Thanks, Chris. Um, I'll allow uh, Avesh to respond. We also have uh, some voice notes. So uh, we'll play those voice notes so that Avesh can respond uh, to everybody who's uh, gotten through.
2: KG. Yes, learnerships are a good idea, but I think apprenticeships are a better idea. It employs a young person for three or five years. Yes, they earn close to minimum wage, but it gives them a skill after that, a very marketable skill, and, of course, it keeps them off the streets. They are working. MPJ. I um, just (laughs) wanting to comment on what the gentleman is saying about the learnership. All sounds nice, but the reality of it, these firms are toying with our our kids, our our youth. The reality of it they they, they bluff the government and say they're offering learnership. And instead they they benefiting from the the, the grants that government is, is is offering for those who are saying they're offering uh, 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 learnership they are playing they are toying with our our youth they are misleading gov- government they the the private sector is 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 not fair to government
0: good morning again kg coming back to your topic about leaderships if your guest can answer how leadership solve youth unemployment leaderships by their nature are uh, temporary could be a few months or a few years. So how does that resolve unemployment? Because after the program ends, then you are unemployed again. If and if you are not able to be absorbed by an, an, a, a permanent, for permanent employment, which rarely happens. Good
3: um, Learnerships or internships, could, could be a solution, but they are not currently. I can tell you I've got a learner at off office, two of them. Um, and what we have seen is what people do is they jump from this one learnership to another. They are not learning any skill. All that they want to do is to collect, you know, those stipends and that's it. So these, and they go through the same trainings over and over again uh, without learning any new skills so until probably maybe there's a way that this is regulated and also i can tell you a lot of companies now have made this you know their program or this is how they derive their income through creating these leadership programs which do not upskill or benefit anyone except them
0: okay thank you i hope uh, you noted all of uh, the comments and the call uh Avish and uh, you perhaps want to respond to them now
1: Absolutely, KG. I think I think the key thing here is uh, integrity of organisations, right? So at TransUnion, it's non non non-negotiable for us when we embark on these sorts of initiatives. The uh, the learnership has to become part of your culture in your organisation. It can't be something that is run on the side um, and and left to its own devices. It's got to become part of the DNA. And at our TransUnion Global Capability Centre we've made that part of our business model. That means we are creating over a thousand jobs in South Africa over the next two years in the Global Capability Center. We are adopting learners as the youth that are unemployed, train them, educate them, upskill them, get them ready. And after 12 months, they get into those positions permanently. Now that's creating a sustainable job Moving forward. Now there may be examples out there where this doesn't happen in other industries or other sectors. To be, to be honest, all I can focus on right now is TransUnion's um, uh, commitment to the learnerships, TransUnion's commitment to the youth in South Africa, and to make sure that we have a model that I'm going to make sure you know takes us into the next three to five years of uh, of youth employment in uh, in the country.
0: And I think there was one that talked to the sustainability, and I thought that you could also take that one. Though you know, the, the 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 logic that you know, learnerships are, are temporary by their nature. Uh, learners get in, and in fact, one of the voice notes said uh, sometimes learners themselves uh, move around different companies uh, for the purposes of the stipend and never really fully uh, get absorbed into working for that company or get any real skills.
1: This really comes down to the culture of the organization. And I think uh, having a culture that promotes employee well-being, uh, promotes employee growth, career development, you know, uh, it's it's critical that whole employee experience within an, an organization. For us at TransUnion, you know, the model is a sustainable one. You know, I said it earlier on in our uh, chat, KG. I have no intention of releasing my learner's Anyway, after 12 months, we look to absorb them into our business and ensure that they have a sustainable career with TransUnion going forward. Um, again, um, in terms of sustainability, the, the, when learners receive that qualification and that one-year experience, there's a sense of responsibility that falls upon them as well. To use that to the best of their ability to improve themselves. Yeah, so. I always am a big supporter of joint accountability. You heard that in my answer when the question on government came up. It's a a joint accountability between industry, uh, the industry body and government. And likewise here, there's a responsibility that falls on the shoulders of the learners to take their careers and lives into their own hands. When those two things come together, a company that behaves with integrity, good intent, looks to solve the unemployment issues in our country, and the learner brings their part to it, you're going to have a successful program no matter what.
0: So what is your website uh, for people who are listening and are thinking, I want to jump on the TransUnion one? Uh, How do they get in touch with you guys as we round off, Afesh?
1: Absolutely. So the first thing is go to transunion.co.za, go to the careers section. So the first thing I'm going to say is what I mentioned earlier on. We've got a 1,000 jobs coming up in the next two years in that Global Capability Center. Look for those that are available. They're always updating every couple of weeks. So please go to our career section and check those as regularly as possible, right? That's transunion.co.za. The second thing is with regards to the learnerships. There are many ways you can do this. You can contact the industry body, which is the PESA for the call center or contact center industry. You can also look at an organization like Harambi that is uh, extremely actively involved in youth uh, development and employment in South Africa. Um, or you could, if you want to, just send your CV in. And please, you can put this on your website. It is uh, recruit GCCAF at transunion.com, and I can give that details to your producer once we're done.
0: Thank you, Avesh. Thank you so much for making the time. Avesh Singh is uh, the head of TransUnion South African uh, South Africa sorry, Global Capability Center. Do you buy local? We're going to have a conversation about the importance of buying local in a short while. It's 10.41.